This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. The best way to protect your privacy online is with PureVPN. You can hide your online activities, say goodbye to regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all of your devices. Uh, you can get a special price and a 31-day money-back guarantee right now by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. All right, Avram, what have you got for us tonight? All right, so uh, let's talk about what you can buy right now in terms of a gaming laptop. So this is a great time. I think we mentioned this a few weeks ago. This is actually a fantastic time to buy a PC uh, in, in terms of price and availability. Now, we do know that this fall, we're likely going to see some new chips, uh, both new CPUs and new graphics cards. And so if you want the, oh, if you're a person who wants to debt live on the bleeding edge, okay, maybe wait two, three months because there's probably going to be some new CPUs and GPUs coming out. But if you do not have to live on the bleeding edge and you want a good value for your money, now is a fantastic time because uh, all of the stock problems seem to be gone uh, when it comes to graphics cards and CPUs. In fact, there is a glut. And with new parts about to come out, companies cannot wait to get rid of them. So things are going on sale. Um, I mean, there may be even bigger sales around Black Friday, who knows? But right now, you can get a really solid, really good gaming laptop for less than $1,500. Uh, so let's, so let, so what should we expect for under, and for under $1,500? First of all, we'll start with the most important feature for a gaming laptop uh, deter in determining performance, and that's the graphics chip, period. Like, it's not the CPU. CPU doesn't matter that much for, uh, especially when you're doing gaming at 1080p resolution. The, I'd say it doesn't matter, but what matters the most by far is the quality of the graphics card you're getting. And so for under $1,500, you your best graphics card is going to be either uh, an NVIDIA RTX 3070 if you find a laptop on sale for the 3070. Now, normally, you're, that's that's an extreme sale. Normally, you're in this price range, you're talking about a 3060 card uh, or a 3050 Ti. Um, but uh, the higher up that rung you can go, the better. Or if it's an AMD uh, system, one with a uh, Radeon 6800M, uh, that is actually going to be a, a little better than a 3060 in terms of uh, frame rates. Uh, now, you should expect to be able to play on a sub $1,500, like a laptop that's between, say, $12 and $1,500. You should be able to play 1080 games at 1080p resolution and high or ultra high settings in the, let's say, 40 to 70 FPS range. Uh, if it is a lower end game or you lower the settings, you could go, go up the ladder in terms of frame rates. Um, 
if you lower the resolution, you can go up the ladder in terms of frame rates. And if you turn on ray tracing, uh, then you will see lower frame rates, but with the higher end cards there, you still will probably be able to play it at maybe in the 30, 40, 50 FPS range. So, um, you know, and by the way, for the folks who are up on the gamer lingo, FPS frames per second, you really don't want to go below 30 frames per second because uh, when you're watching a movie, you're mostly watching at what is a standard movie frame rate 24 or 29? Some are 20, 29. 29.9 uh, is, is uh, kind of the standard production. Uh, 24 and 48 are the two um, kind of alternate. 24 is your. Uh, your, I think your film rate, 29.9 is your digital video rate, and 48 is what Peter Jackson, I think, was using for a couple of movies that required special projectors and were really weird to watch. Yes, soap opera effect. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, they call it, right? Um, but anyway, not to get uh, to, you know, in, into that tangent. So you want 30 FPS for... for I would consider a game barely playable or not playable if it's below 30 FPS. Uh, getting closer to 60 FPS is better, and, you know, hardcore gamers, they like to get closer to 100 or over 100 FPS. Uh, those who do shooting games, you know, they, they play uh, Call of Duty, things like that, and especially competitively, Fortnite, something like that, uh, the higher the frame rate, the better their their aim so that that matters a lot now all of these gaming laptops in this price range are going to have 1920 by 1080 otherwise no 1080p screens you're not going to get a 2k screen and fortunately you're not going to get a 720p screen and the screens are all going to be high refresh rate which means they're all going to be either 120 144 or 165 hertz there may be a couple of that are above 165 hertz, uh, although your graphics card probably can't deliver enough frames for that to matter. So the uh, again, forgive me if I'm telling folks what they already know, but the hertz is the amount of refreshes the screen does per second. And with modern technology, the graphics card, whether it's AMD or NVIDIA, tries to use variable uh, adaptive sync. So it will say, oh, screen can show 165 hertz means the screen can actually show 165 frames per second. But if the graphics card can only deliver, is only delivering 60 frames a second, then let's make the screen operate at 60 hertz so that uh, they're synchronized. Because if they're not synchronized, then you have tearing and ghosting. So uh, similarly, you know, if for some reason your graphics card was trying to deliver 200 frames per second and your screen could only do 100, it would say, graphics card, sorry, you've got to max out at 144 frames so that uh, we don't exceed the, the speed of the screen. So anyway, uh, for what you are doing with these, the 100, 165 hertz display is going to be probably more uh, speed the graphics card can provide uh, for the games that you're going to play. So uh, 
aside from the screen and the graphics card, you can expect uh, to get a 500 gigabyte to maybe if you're lucky and you find a sale, one terabyte SSD, uh, and you're going to get 16 gigabytes of RAM. If you spend less than a thousand dollars, then you can expect that you'll probably be looking at more systems that have eight gigabytes of RAM and a measly like 256 gigabyte SSD. Neither of those is very good uh, to work with, especially the 256 gig SSD, considering that a modern game can take 50, 100, or 150 gigabytes all by itself. Uh, fortunately, most uh, of these laptops call, are upgradable. Call of Duty uh, War Zone um, has an install size, I think, currently of like 128 gig. Right. So. So right. So like, I guess if you had Windows, Windows 11, which it comes, which all they all come with, and Call of Duty, and the new Call of Duty, had nothing else installed. And no, and no other data, no pictures, no documents. Um, then I guess you might make it. You might ninety percent of your drive eaten up. Um, but two hundred fifty-six gig is just is just really unacceptably low amount. Uh, so uh, for especially for if you're gaming. So uh, the good news is most of these laptops are upgradable, and it costs a lot less to buy an SSD on the aftermarket than it does to buy a more expensive laptop. So, uh, you know, that's something to keep in mind. One can get a, a very capable one terabyte SSD for about $80 these days, 85, 80 to $85, sometimes less. Uh, so, um, that's an upgrade option for you. Uh, you can also getting a 16 gigs of Ram to replace your eight gig. It, let's say they give you an 8-gig chip, so you can't, you have to yank it out and put two 8-gig matching chips or something. Uh, you can get a pair of SODIMs for $50 to $75. So upgrading is not uh, out of reach uh, at all uh, if you get uh, lower specs. But uh, So let's take a really quick look at a couple of things that are available right this minute. Uh, that are within this within these price ranges. So over here, I have uh, now this is a sale this week or clearance. So you know, you always see things on sale and clearance. Though it just depends what each week. So this is a great deal right here because you're getting a Ryzen nine, which is it's perfectly fine to get an a, either an AMD or an Intel processor because the processor is much less important than the other things like the graphics card, you're getting a 3070, you're getting a one terabyte SSD, which is a nice size and 16 gigs of RAM. And oh, wow, something I said you probably can't get in this price range, a QHD or otherwise known as a 2K screen uh, for 1479. Uh, that's not very common though. So let's let's look at what is a little more common. So here, uh, this is an under 1000. This is one of the best under $1,000 uh, deals here, the Acer Nitro 5. Um, get for $849 or not if it's not on sale, $999. You get a Core i5, an RTX 3050 Ti, which is, I wouldn't turn ray tracing on with it, but uh, it probably give you a good, you know, 
30 to 50 frames per second at high settings um, and a 512 gig SSD for uh, for 849. Um, another really good deal here is the Asus, again, I guess there's some really good deals on Asus laptops in this price range, is the Asus uh, ROG Strix G15 Advantage Edition. Uh, actually, this is also 2K screen. Uh, you get it with uh, Ryzen 9 5980HX, which is a good processor, and the 6800M, which is actually, uh, our test was about uh, 15 to 20 frames per second faster than a 3060. Uh, so uh, so that's a pretty good, that's a really good deal here. Here's another uh, one here where you see a 3070 um, and a Core i, Intel Core i7 and 512 gigabyte SSD for, uh, for 1399. So that's what you can get if you're willing, to, if you can spend under $1,500. Now, what are you missing out on? Well, you're missing out on some of the kind of nice design and creature comforts you get with some more expensive things. Like you notice there's no Alienware on this uh, that I've mentioned. You really will be hard pressed to find like an Alienware, which is, you know, premier design or Razer uh, laptop, which is kind of premier design in this price range. Uh, but, um, you know, if what you're looking for is, is performance is solid performance then you will get it you you know the keyboard will be okay the design will be okay but you know it may or may not be the best keyboard or the most beautiful design that you could get on a gaming laptop with these specs gotcha well uh those sound like sound like some pretty impressive uh, PCs, honestly, especially in that in that price range, uh, two of them with with two uh, K screens, that was that was a surprise yeah. for me. Yeah, and thirty seventy. So you you mm -hmm. actually with a thirty seventy, you could take a stab at playing in two K. I mean, you might not get fantastic frame rates, but you probably get in the you know forty to fifty FPS range, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, so. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing to look for when you read reviews of these, which we have of many of those, is what is the um, the color and brightness like on the screens? Because while they're all probably usually in the same resolution and and you know relative uh, refresh rate, relative you know relatively similar refresh rates, uh, I'm looking for ones that come out a little brighter, a little more colorful, uh, is a plus. So. Um, yeah, we're going to have a list of our favorite uh, sub $1,500 laptops up in the next day or two um, on tomshardware.com. Uh, so come check it out and we're continuing to test, uh, get in and test some other sub $1,500 and sub $1,000 gaming laptops uh, so folks can really take advantage and get uh, take advantage and get something that they that is good and that they can uh, really enjoy. Uh, my top piece of advice though is it doesn't have to be the latest mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be the latest model it doesn't have a lot of systems you could save a few bucks by getting it with last year's cpu like an 11th gen core or or a ryzen 5000 instead of 6000 series processor sure like 
it doesn't matter very much. Like what the graphics card matters a lot, but even getting last year's graphics card, if it is a good graphics card, then it will serve you well for years. You do not always need, uh, if you are on any kind of a budget, and I think we all are, um, you do not have to have the latest generation to have a great experience that will last you a very long time. Yeah, for sure. And it, you know, a lot of it comes down to what your, what your intentions are. Right. Um, cause you know, you think about, um, uh, esports, which is, you know, we've been involved in that with, with strike with, with esports, you tend to keep your, your resolution resolution at 1080. You tend to keep your, your uh, render mode at you know normal or high um, because the frame rate's the most important thing. And so a lot of people are using 2060s uh, in that category because you can easily get it done uh, for inexpensive and get get what you need on on the, the specs. So yeah, you don't necessarily always have to have the latest and greatest to to have the yeah. the best performance depending on what it is you're trying to accomplish. And and that's what the 144 hertz is for, really. Like people who are just playing to play, mm-hmm. who aren't, you know, trying to be sort of play esports type titles, uh, something like an Apex Legend or Legends or something like that, um, they are probably gonna be happy playing at 60, 70 FPS. Mm-hmm. But uh, for folks who are being playing competitively, uh, having 144 hertz or two or if they could go even up the scale higher to like 300 hertz they are uh going to have a better chance to hit a target in a game uh i had a very this is somewhat aside somewhat of an aside from the uh issue of buying a gaming laptop specifically or it's certainly not a sub 1500 one but I had a, uh, a meeting with NVIDIA a few weeks ago, and they wanted to talk to us about latency, uh, how, you know, and how important it is to do things that, re- that some of their technologies are that reduce latency. And uh, one thing I really never thought about, perhaps you've thought about it, but I certainly haven't, is that what you see on your screen is you're looking into the past right like the video card and the computer are actually like a certain number of milliseconds ahead of what you're seeing so if you saw a character run in front of you it might actually be past you in the computer's mind by the time you see it it's almost like staring into outer space where you see light from a distant star that's traveled that you know is showing you something gonna happen a million years ago i would say and could have been gone for thousands or millions of years right it could be gone now but we don't know because what we're seeing is still there so like that's so in computer in the world of computers that time difference might be you know 70 milliseconds but that's a valuable 70 milliseconds and like using a technology that lowers the latency down to like 30 milliseconds might be the difference between shooting and hitting your shot on a fast moving object mm-hmm. and not and shooting at what you think is in front of you, but is already. Um, that's why 
having the high refresh rate matters and having things low latency matter. Um, there's some technologies in the, in the graphics uh, and in the gaming that are lowering latency, but also uh, if you're using peripherals, uh, you know, that matters too. Like you, you know, you get a, you get something, you get a mouse with a high polling rate. You get a keyboard with a high polling rate mm-hmm. because, you know, you want to make sure that your keystroke, that your click gets processed and sets to the computer really fast. Yep. 100%. And uh, also, uh, one thing that people don't uh, tend to look at the, uh, the spec on is the monitor's delay. Um, the ones I've got, I've got a couple at strike uh, one and three millisecond delays on the monitors when a consumer monitor tends to be 30 plus uh you know that's that is a significant difference um in latency yeah introduced entirely by the monitor and then if you're doing things like streaming if you've got like a dual pc setup and you're pushing from one to the other you might have a splitter or something involved and that might be adding latency as well yeah, so there's so much opportunity for something to slow you down, mm-hmm. and it might be, you know, barely or barely perceptible to, you know, that amount of time might be very hard to perceive, but right. it matters. And they showed me in some demos that, like, hey, look, we've done something to lower the latency. Here's a character that, like, was running across the screen past, like, an open door. Can you hit him? And, like, with the late, without the latency improvement, we could not. Uh, Matt and I uh, could not hit the hit the target. Once they put on the improved latency, we hit the target. So, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. Uh, I look forward to seeing and hearing more about that since we've you know we've dived in full <laughs> feet first into this. Yeah, uh, I look forward to hearing yeah. more about that in the future. Yep, uh, we will have more about that. We do test latency, but uh, we're working on some new tests for that too. Cool. Well, Avram, as always, I appreciate it. That was a uh, that was an extra interesting uh, topic for me this evening, and uh, I know a lot of our viewers have had questions about about gaming stuff. We, you know, they they respond to the the laptop topics all the time. So uh, definitely appreciate that. And as always, I look forward to what we talk about next time.